Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. Hey, we back. We came back. I know y'all been anticipating Y'all been waiting, and we finally back with another episode of Bottom Line Sports Talk with me, myself, Carrie, and the legendary Gary over here. So we got a lot of stuff we got to catch up on. So I'm legendary now. I like it. Hey, we all are legendary in our own ways, man. But hey, we back. You know, we've been working, working hard, giving y'all some good content. So hey, just want to say we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us. If you need to know any uh, any other thing about us, follow us on social media platforms on Twitter, on Instagram at BL Sports Talk Fifty One, and let's get to it, man. We got some good news, some good exciting news coming up. I hey man, give my website views up too. That website took a long time. It's uh, gonna be bottomlinesportstalk.com. Bottomlinesportstalk.com. Y'all heard it from the man himself. So we. Are in the thick of things in the NBA playoffs, of yes, course. Sir. We have the second round going on. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a minute. Just got a couple of comments for the first round. All right. What you got to say? The Clippers, they pulled through. Shiver me timbers. Sound like a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, don't you? <laughs> they pulled through. What a disappointment to say we live in this beautiful city and we le- we were let down by something that was supposed to happen. We can't speak on it right now. How out of a series was that? Just, just in your wildest dreams, have did you ever see this come to fruition where no home team has won a home game until the last game, game seven? I saw the Clippers after they won game six. I think everybody knew that they was going to win game seven. Mm-hmm. But for, your, for for those that you don't know, that you don't pay close attention, I'm here to bring light to just a couple things. Like what? The first thing being, have y'all seen Kawhi Leonard's lips during game time? See, I knew he was going to go through that. They week. look like he Tyrone Cousin off of Dave Chappelle. It, it was just that one game. No, it it's not. No, it's seven. not the one it, game. It, it, that was, that's, I, have look, I have looked at it before when they've done close-up. That is not the first the, time. I'm not, no, I'm sick. First of all, I'm secure in myself. His lips look crusty. It look like the they, craters they, on the moon. They, they were, they were pretty white. They uh, pretty white. They were white. Pretty white. Well, like he played in Coke all day. Yeah, them, them lips, yeah, they were pretty And white. when I pointed it out to you, you laughed so hard. Don't be trying to sit there. I ain't, we bring it into him. That man lips was bad. Find him some Carmax or medicated lip balm. <laughs> I don't care if you sit up there and get, from uh from the replacements to jack off uh elephant oh elephant God. stuff that they did. Put some on this man's lips. He can't continue like this. <laughs> and in his laugh <laughs> in his laugh, that's what I wanted to do. I need you to do better. You one of the top three best players in the league. You are very underrated because nobody looks at you like that until you go ham. And what your you lips looking like that on the free throw line. All game long. Alright, alright, so so now that you got that out now that you got that ran out the way. What what did you actually think about the game? I I want to say this, Tyron Lue, because his coaching was was suspect this whole series until Game Seven. He had a a, a, a secret weapon on uh, in, on his bench, 
and he didn't play a lot. He played good. I think he had 18 points yesterday against Utah. Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Yeah, and they lost, of course. But, yeah, Luke Kennard, 18 points off the bench. You could have been playing Luke Kennard the whole game. Like, he could have been playing the whole series, but until game seven, you give him to stretch the floor, and he stretched the floor. Now, uh, yesterday's game against Utah, played great. Coming off the bench, 18 points, led the bench in scoring. So, he did his thing, but I think what it comes down to, pretty much it was, I think it was coaching on both ends. Like, Dallas could have won this series easily. The Clippers could have, they could have won it, but it was going to be a tough road because they lost their first two games at home. But I don't know. It, it, it was it was a interesting, fun series to watch. Honest opinion of the series, it came down to the stars, and the stars being Luca and Kawhi. Kawhi is the the bigger star in terms of when they come to getting it done, he is a hired assassin. Yep. Nobody's shocked by his performance. Yep. So we knew what I told you what Luca had to do in that game seven. Luca had to put up fifty for them to even have a chance. Yep. Not that they was gonna win, but for them to have a chance. Right. Luca was the only one producing. And when it comes down to the real story of it, I, I remember I heard them, they were talking about coaching. Mm-hmm. They talked about Nick Nurse, I believe that's how you say his name in Toronto. He would often try to sit up there and do plays. You don't do plays with Kawhi around. When you want Kawhi to get in his own, give him the ball, get out the way. Exactly. And the same thing with Luka. So it came down to the second supposed stars. Paul George, and I won't even mention that other boy name. Kristaps Porzingis. That's who he's talking about. So it came down to them two. Neither one of them were effective. That's why you say you had secret weapons or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's because your second stars ain't doing nothing. Well, in, in the series, I mean, Paul George did show up. I ain't, we not going to lie about that. But he just, I mean, it won consistently. And we had this discussion, when was this, Saturday or Sunday? Uh, before the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul match. And we, uh, I was like, I could, I just can't give up on Paul, George. And he was like. You don't want to give up on him, but be honest. For the yeah. Clippers, the Clippers, I'm not talking about anything else, what he's done in the past. For the Clippers, has he been that level of. Consistent that you just said, and I think you also said no, he hasn't. You say he show up. Yeah, we talk about cons- he, yeah, but we talk about consistency. He, yeah, he he is he has been inconsistent in the playoffs. All right, so, so that's far. what I that's what that's what I mean by last year to a certain extent too. But I'm just saying his time with the Clippers, he has not been at number two, which his whole thing was. I'm going back to Cali, and he ain't been the same thing since he stepped out there playing. As far as being his level of consistency, let's be honest, he ain't been the same since he left Indiana. Uh, well, I don't know about all that. Oh, in OKC, he was doing his thing. OKC. And I bring this to question to you, sir. Why did he leave OKC? I'm just in your honest uh, opinion. Well, one is OKC. Two, I guess he didn't want to play with Russell Westbrook. And three, he always want to go back to to LA. He always want to go back to California. So that's the reason why. Maybe it's the sun that's melting the brain. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe it's the same. And let, let's let's just be honest. I mean, that Clippers team right now is a better team than OKC when it was just him and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. That's just me and my that's just my opinion. But he like I said, he did his thing in OKC, even though they got bounced out in the first round against Portland Trailblazers with Damian Lillard hitting that crazy game winner. But hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But 
On some other news, we do have to say congratulations to the Joker, Nikolo Jokic. Got his first MVP award. Adam Silver, Adam, Silver, Adam Silver announced it yesterday at the team practice. So congratulations to the Joker for winning the NBA's MVP award. And it was well-deserved. It was well-deserved. I had I had I had nothing. I don't have nothing against him. He did his thing. He played. He performed. He's one of the best passing big men in the NBA as of now. He do it all: points, rebounds, passing, whatever you need. He's your point center. I'm okay with it. I would have been a little bit more pleased to see. I would have been pleased to see Joel and B get it. He won't get it. Because we ain't playing. I, I just, we've stated opinions. I'm just saying I would have been pleased to see him get it. Uh, he was he was hammered with a few injuries. Like you said, he didn't play some or whatever. But when it came down to big men, I think he is undoubtedly, uh, to me, it's 1A, 1B. But I put him at 1A hmm. uh, because of what he has to do for his team on a different level of magnitude. I think Denver is a little bit deeper uh, when it comes to what needs to be done. And he was hammered by injury that game one against Atlanta, which that was a heck of a last four minutes. Four, yeah, four or five minutes, yeah. And they came out and they established themselves as how dominant they are in mm-hmm. game two. I hope that series goes to game seven. You got Babyface Killer and Trey Young, and you got Joel Embiid and supporting cast. You may not feel that way. I'm just calling the spade a spade in my eyes. I'm calling Ben Simmons a supporting cast so they get a jumper. That's just me. Man. That's just me. I, look, if it, if they lose to the Atlanta Hawks in the second round, which yeah, I, I don't know, man. Atlanta young, but they good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think it's a big I don't think it's as big of a bust as people will put on to be. Yeah. Atlanta's been good all year. I don't think it's a, a huge deal if they lose. If they lose early and they, if it goes to game seven, that ain't a big deal. If they lose before seven, yeah, you got then both. that's a bigger deal. Yeah, you gonna have to you gonna have to let Ben go, man, because I'm pretty sure you can find more quality players than Ben out there. He like he's giving you nothing. Even even when they won, he only had four points. He only had four points on three shot attempts. Hey man, I, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know what is going on. Like I can't even say it's a mystery anymore. It's just he ain't being assertive. Like you call yourself the defensive player of the year, but I always tell everybody, hey, it's good to be, it's good to have good defense. But at the end of the day, the name of the game is put the basketball in the goal, in the hoop. And he ain't been doing a good job of that. Now everything else on the court, passing, he can post up, he a good dribbler, he he has that. But it's just it's just that I want to score, man. I need I need another I need that score and he ain't getting it for me, man. Well, this is why I say when people sit up here and try to name other people to be LeBron James, hate him or love him, he's not only improved his game, but he's been consistent his whole career. Mm-hmm. When people sit up here and say, "Oh, we have another LeBron James, we got another generational talent," they try. They try. Ben has been in that category. Giannis, Giannis, and you have also Zion Williamson mm-hmm. now. Neither one of them are in his category because they not they have not developed that certain thing. And when it comes down to them getting in certain situations, 
disappearing, it, it ain't even the word that I want to use. Yeah, they, evaporate. That, we could say that. But since we're talking about evaporating, we got to get to the one. That's the only one we need to talk about. What's that? Milwaukee and Brooklyn. What's up, Milwaukee? We, we, man? We, What's we, up? we hyped them up. You more so with the with the Drew Holiday thing, but we hyped them up as a team because we was like they have a chance. Yep. And so far, I wonder. I, I ain't gonna say so far. They, they chop liver right now. Brooklyn, Brooklyn gonna be in the conference finals. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And with even with injuries, they can still snap hundred and twenty on you. Yeah even, yeah. even with James Harden gone with the hamstring injury, they they and Kevin Durant right now. Is looking like the best player on the planet because nobody can guard him, and it's it's crazy because Giannis took on the challenge of guarding KD, and the the clips and the highlights you see is him getting cooked. He getting cooked. He tried like on that on that play to where Kevin reversed it. Man, that man Giannis was over there hitting him up, trying to you know get him off balance and everything, but it just didn't work. KD. KD too shifty, KD too good of a score. Like it, it was beyond. It's beyond my comprehension on how deadly this man is as a basketball player. Brooklyn and four. I say Brooklyn and five, man. I I give you. I give Milwaukee one game, but Drew Holiday. Hey, he got to show up. Chris Middleton. Everybody was on you. It, 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 that series against Miami. Everybody thought you was coming into your own. I told you. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was yeah. like proof in the pudding. I told you. I wasn't. I wasn't showing him yet. We sure. We sure on Drew Holiday. But the whole thing is, you said the best day defensive, right? Mm-hmm. You can be defensive all you want to. You just stated the whole point of the game is to put that, the ball in the yes. hoop. Well, if that's the case, nobody beating Brooklyn, as far as I can see. I would be interested to see if Atlanta can beat 76ers. Because they're young mm-hmm. and they can score too. I would be interested to see because I I feel like they can keep up. I would be yeah, interested yeah. to see that matchup. I could I could but see yeah. This Brooklyn this Brooklyn uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee series. They gotta win a game. Man. Hey bro, they gotta hey, win, bro. Over and four. And I'm I'm calling like I said last week. If Brooklyn go down, I'm sorry, not Brooklyn. If Milwaukee go down and it's, the Clippers may be on the same fate, we'll see tonight. Is that game two? No, they. Or is it tomorrow? No, that's tomorrow. It okay, so be. we'll we'll see they fate but, tomorrow. But, but Phoenix and Denver play tonight. Who, who you have winning that? Uh, Phoenix. I have Phoenix winning by Phoenix. ten. Phoenix, Phoenix got too much. So I'm I'm interested to see how far they can go. If they go to the championship. I think that'll be real cool. But as far as this Brooklyn Milwaukee series, it's a wrap. In full. In terms of what Golden State said when they was on their run, it's a race of 16. How many games you can win yeah, in a row? Yeah. It's a race of 16. I don't see nobody on the East. I'm curious with Atlanta, but I still don't see nobody on the East. And the, the they bet, snapping. Yeah. The, the, the best thing, I mean, the only, the best team I can see right now is kind of giving them, giving Brooklyn a run for their money is Philadelphia, but we don't even know if they're gonna make it out the second round. I I don't really I, I, don't, I don't really know. know. I don't really know if they can. I know during the season it's different and that's what we always gotta tell people. The season is one thing. The playoffs is, is something else. Brooklyn is playing on a whole nother level. Yep. Everybody's showing up. I don't see nobody on the East doing it. I can see maybe Phoenix can get there because they can snap too. Mm-hmm. If Chris Paul stay healthy, I think that's a key. Okay. But I don't see nobody else. On on the I don't, I don't see nobody else like on the West. I don't know. Well, I, maybe Utah. I don't know. I mean, maybe 
But at Brooklyn, by far, look like they're going to run away with this. Hey, the, and I hate it. The best thing, the best thing, like I said, to do something with their offense, man, you got to get, if Utah make it, either Utah, I think Utah can give Brooklyn a run for their money. And I, I believe the Clippers can give them a run for their money. Clippers ain't making it, though. Yeah, but I don't think they making it, man. I'm about to say, even if they manage to get past Utah, which I don't see that happening at all, mm-hmm. I don't think they making it at all. In other news, some HBCU news. Some HBCU news. Yeah. Historically black college and university news. Talk to us. Y'all trying to poach the teams mm-hmm. with the Southland Conference. If y'all don't know who's in there, we got Stephen F. Austin, McNeese State, Sam Houston, I won't name the rest of them. But, the but y'all that, are a bunch of things we don't care about. But y'all are interested, and I don't blame you for trying to get some more, some more depth in the league. If and you we, want to poach Grambling State, Southern University, Texas Southern University, uh, which y'all can y'all can take Texas Southern if y'all want to. I'm, just playing. I'm just playing. You, we gotta keep Texas Southern, and then Prairie. <laughs> we gotta keep them. They, you know, it's Houston, baby. Uh, so we understand y'all want to take us. It was a question that was asked as a poll that I saw. Should we leave the swag? I'm going to say no. No. And the reason why I'm going to say no, which don't get mad at me because I know how you feel. But the fact that a lot of HBCU colleges, and it may be a stepping stone for people, but it's exposure. So that's a good thing. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. We have famous players coming back to coach. Coaches. And hopefully it spills from, because we saw, we saw Avery. Johnson, yeah, basketball for a second. So hopefully it spills over into all aspects. Not that we hadn't seen it, but hopefully it continues to spill over into all aspects. We know in the South, things begin and end with football. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it keeps it, uh, spilling over the net. Now we have sort of a movement going on. I hope, I hope nobody sits up here and leaves this. I saw somebody say, because we don't have Coach AD. I'm sorry, not Coach. We always call him Coach. Uh, well, Coach Ponton, AD Ponton, oh, yeah. since we don't have him no more, maybe it'd be a good idea to leave the SWAC conference to go ahead and start over. That's a dumb reason. I uh, said that when I read that article. All I'm saying is this. We got a new beginning going on. Deion Sanders, however you may feel, it is a good thing exposure-wise being here. Uh, hopefully it can get more people, more African-Americans to sit up here and come around to coming back home, basically. If you good, they will come find you. As and if always, we get right. and if we get enough big name talent from three to four stars, we're not getting the five. We know about the five star athletes. But if we can get enough three to four stars to come there, bring this level of competition up even more. We got a good history of of HBCU players going into the league and doing what they're supposed to do. Yes, they're few or far in between in all aspects of sports, not just in football. But if we keep getting this level from the top coming down. High-level coaches with experience, whether it's just professional coaching or playing, mm-hmm. we got a high level coming in. We get them coming in. We start getting them players coming in, and everybody realize, you know what? My homeboy coming over there. Like, why not? Either I'm gonna join him, or I'm gonna be against him. Right. I could be the star of my own team. I gotta wait two, three years to sit up here right. and wait on the bench and hope I get an opportunity. Yep. Like, let's not forget people. Your whole thing is not to go to the league. It's very yeah. few people that make it to the league. Get you, your education. You are supposed to be a student athlete. It's about more than just this and that being sports. It's about the whole college experience. Take it from two. Ask anybody who knows us. Ask anybody who went to HBCU. It's an experience that you will never find anywhere else. I challenge you. I challenge you. 
to go ahead and go. And that's that's kind of like, and I wanted to talk about that last uh, last week when we did our podcast with Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, I, it was reports coming out saying that he was he felt depressed because he he wasn't able to play NBA basketball anymore, and like he I guess he's struggling with trying to find something to do. And the reason I'm the reason I'm bringing that up right now is to all the listeners, all the followers, the kids that play sports, just know that, like Sheik Luch has said, you want to be older longer than you're going to be younger. Nice gym I threw out there. But the, re- the reason I said that, the reason I said that is because you play this game all your life, whether it's football, basketball, soccer, whatever, and it's going to come to a time where that's going to stop. So you need to try to find something. You need to try to find your niche, whether it's podcast, whether you like computers, whether you like editing, little different stuff like that. So when you get done, then once you made your contacts, you'll be good with everybody. You try to do something on the side when you retire or if anything happens health wise and you can't play anymore, then you have something to go back to you always have something to fall back on whether it, it, you could be a coach you could do whatever you radio radio personality work behind the scenes cameras it doesn't matter but i said all that to say this and like you said earlier for all the kids playing college you are a student first athlete second and the main goal is to get your education to do something if that doesn't work out for you so i'm definitely uh Definitely listen to what everybody says. Like I said, it's, it's all good. But on some other news, uh, Kimball Walker and the Boston Celtics are apparently maybe parting ways. So I didn't think it was a good fit. Kimball Walker was okay fit in Boston. Uh, I know one of our good friends, Brandon, who's been on the show, he said that uh, Kimball will be good in the Knicks uniform. I do not disagree with that. I actually co-signed it. And to all y'all woke players, I want y'all to hear me clearly. All the NBA players, woke players, Brad Stevens just got promoted to basketball operations, president of basketball operations, right? And I don't even know if they even interviewed a black man for that position. We don't even know if it's going to be a black man that's going to be the Boston Celtics head coach. Mark Jackson's name should be out there. Chauncey Billups' name is out there, they Cha- say. Yep. Uh, I think Chauncey, I just read a report saying that Chauncey Billups want to be Portland's, uh, Portland Blazers' head coach. I was just so, saying his name shuffling around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, he should have been, he should have been in upper management or front office or head coaching position. So, uh, I, I don't know what's going on, why people ain't keeping their mouths closed, why people keeping their mouths closed. When Steve Nash got the job with Brooklyn, he ain't have not one ounce of coaching experience, and just now he got the best like he got the best lineup in the whole in the whole entire NBA right now. He got the best look, he got the best starting lineup, and then he got the probably the best bench in the NBA as of right now. And I don't even know, like I said, a black guy, black head, black head coach. Was even interviewed for that for that position. They could have got Jawan Howard. They could have got all, they could have got Patrick Ewing, but Patrick Ewing, but 
and nothing happened. And now they stuck coaching in college, still trying to wait for they turn to to be an NBA head coach. So His, I, I just I just want to hear I just want to hear more players that you know they all about this black excellence and Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. I want y'all to start speaking up when stuff like this don't go when stuff like this go unheard. Brad Stevens being basketball president of basketball operations or whatever it is, it don't make no sense because you just got through coaching. And what do you know? What do you know about that? All you know about is recruiting players when you was in college. Well, and this is my thing too. So, in in terms of the Steve Nash thing, and I have an article coming out on www.bottomlinesportstalk.com. See a lot of for the ones in the back. Got a coming on bottomlinesportstalk.com article coming real soon. I think I'm gonna put it out there tomorrow. Along with this episode, it'll be out tonight, but the article will be out tomorrow. Head out there. Get out there. <laughs> they can't see us. Uh, I do want to say this, and I've said it before. It'll be in this article as well. Whenever you have this going on right here, this is something called, I deemed it the Steve Kerr effect. I should have deemed it something else, but it was the most catchiest name I came up with. Steve Kerr, Kerr inhabited a, as they say, Porsche and was told not to wreck it. And all of a sudden, he became the best thing since sliced bread. And, oh, he's one of the chosen few or whatever. Some can say the same thing about Eric Spolcher when he finally got LeBron James and Chris Bosh down there. Yeah. He inherited a super team. And then if you want to throw we'll, – we'll be devil's advocates and throw Doc Rivers in there too if you want to be honest. Mm -hmm. We can say that too. But the thing about this Steve Nash thing is this. People I've seen – Saying, oh my God, this this is one of the best teams ever. And look at their head coach. Steve Nash don't do nothing on that sideline. And I'm being honest with you. Steve Nash don't do nothing. He just gotta provide he just gotta provide energy. No, he, and that's you gotta fine. play, you gotta play defense, you gotta do this. You, hey, run offense. I understand. Hey, look, he he coaching. I'm not mad at that. I, but that's not coaching though. That that's all that's what I was about to say. Oh, just because yeah, you mean, provide energy and stuff like that, that's not coaching. You gotta be doing something on there. No, no, it's it's fine, but I'm just saying, if we talk about coaching, if we want to talk about a coach compared to a coach, let's talk about Greg Popovich versus Steve Nash. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Pedigree, he built his thing. He's been there. He still is one of the more dominant. Hell, it was news when they didn't make the playoffs, and nobody, we didn't even know the number, but we just knew, damn, the Spurs, are they always in the playoffs. Right. So when they didn't make it, it was news, and look at the run he went on. Mm -hmm. For crying out loud, Steve Nash, like you said, if it's just energy, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. Bro, you did nothing but walk into a role, and now they're going to deem you one of the best coaches ever. And you literally do nothing. What plays do you have to draw up when you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie? Or a variation of the two, yeah. and then the supporting cast that they have around him. What do you really have to do? Oh, wait, time out. Get the ball Mark in his Kevin, head. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like, what do you really have to do? You're hey, not coaching. You know nothing about coaching. Kevin passed the ball to him. Y'all so, run this play. And then you set a screen for Kevin, man. And Kevin, man, you come up top to the top of the key. Four flat. Do what you do. Score the ball. We back on defense. Bro, I'm going to tell you what he's doing. This is what, this is what we seen Steve Kerr doing. When they was going on that winning streak, when they were going on that winning streak, guess what they were doing to start uh, with anybody on the starting five? Mainly, what is it? Mainly Draymond, Clay, and, and Steph. They were sitting up there taking turns coaching. What are you really doing? What are you really doing? You're not doing that. You tell, hey, go out there and have fun. I'm gonna call a timeout when I see one of y'all gas. <laughs> if they score too many points in a row, I need to call a timeout so we can get our minds in, in, in order. Right. You, you're not doing anything. So that's why it's like you tell black 
African Americans. I'm sorry, not even just just African Americans, because we can transition this into WNBA sometime. We can mm-hmm. trans. And you tell other people, minorities, to wait. You need more experience. Then you give this blossoming role to somebody else. Oh yeah, we waiting on that chemistry to connect. But let's just be honest. It's it's three of the best in this present day right. on the same team in a prime in a prime and on top of all that the supporting cast around them Miami never had a supporting cast like this nope even even in Golden State which they did a great job of drafting and they always got little yeah, people yeah, too uh, but they didn't even have a supporting cast like this we know Boston didn't <laughs> not like this I'm not saying it wasn't good but this son they 12 deep what team that's, you seen 12 deep? That's what I'm saying, bro. Never seen a 12 deep. Also, want to make sure we talk about this fight before we go ahead and get out of here. The fight Sunday, Chad Johnson, you were great up until that final round, and boy, did you get knocked the hell out. The way wait, he wait, feels. Was he ready? He was, hey, he looked good the first I, three rounds. Yeah, I saw, I saw he got, uh, I saw he got knocked out one time. And, that was in uh, the fourth. But no, nah, no, nah, he came, he came back up. He got back on his feet. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He just got knocked. He he got knocked out because you know it kind of is a, a knockdown, uh-huh. knockout or whatever. He took the, the punch. Yeah, and then he came with his glove up, old to old dude. Like that was a good one. That was a good one. Was that it? Yeah, I mean, so the yeah, whole slow, thing. Slow motion make it look great. Yeah, so the whole thing about the the fight, that first one, it was pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And it was only good because it was four rounds, one, but then two. It was really full of like, yeah, everybody know who Chad Ocho Cinco, aka Chad Johnson is. I was told, and one of the commentators lied, I was told that the guy he was going against was a professional boxer. That's false. He was an MMA fighter. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but they said professional boxing, when you looked at it, he's like, nah, it can't be because I don't want him like he got it either. Because it looked like he was trying to tackle, pick up Chad, and drop him. <laughs> so that was entertaining. Other two fights was kind of trash. I just want to make sure everybody's expectations is on the right path. I want to expect. I want expect them. No people. No, it was people out there that was like Floyd gonna knock out Paul. Floyd has not knocked out anybody since his hand has been broken. Not like oh, just power, power. Floyd wears you down because you can't crack his defenses worse than the Da Vinci Code. It will never be cracked. Also, people thought Floyd was out of shape. And that he didn't have it. Floyd trains with all his fighters under his team, the money team. He trains with all his fighters and sparks with them. He ain't never been out of shape. He quit boxing because he quit boxing, not because he had to because he wanted to. And on top of all that, he still quit. His defense is still impenetrable. I'm I'm going to post the stats. I'm going to let you look at it. I'm going to post the stats and you can can talk about it here in a Mm -hmm. minute too. Dog, it was it was disgraceful. This man ain't been in the ring since whenever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw saw that. I saw those stats. It's crazy. Thank Logan. Yeah. 50%, 50%, yeah, Logan's, Logan's stats look like trash, dog. He won't do it. He that was, just no, this he is was Floyd. This is Floyd. No, no, I'm looking at Logan. Yeah. Lo- 10, Lo- 15, 13. Logan just throwing out punches, ain't letting none. Hey, I mean, you're going against a world class. I don't care how old he is. Weird. That's like some, like when Mike Tyson was in the ring, uh, in the ring. You still, you, it's like riding a bike. I just got to take my time to get back on that right. thing. Bro, you not about to, you not about to one up no fighter. Shout out to you for your, your heart and strength or whatever, Paul. And that's great and all, but had this been Floyd before he retired, you yeah, probably would have got, got KO'd. Yeah. Cause too much, cause he was gassed after the second oh, round. Oh, and I saw, um, I did see one, uh, yeah, the one that the clip that everybody talking about when when Floyd had hit him and he he was hugging him because he didn't want to get on the ground. That's that's what it was after yeah. the second round. That's yeah. all it was. It was straight. Oh, punch, punch, hug. Running in after I punch, hug. 
And that's all it was. It was a hugging affair. Was, yeah. But this is the expectation part I want to tell everybody. Y'all sitting up here talking about if you pay for the fight, that's your own fault. That's yeah, one. Y'all stupid. No, if you pay for it, no, if you pay for it, you complaining. That's your own fault. That's one. But two, they like, oh, like Rob was saying it. Oh man, they done robbed the world. They done got us. That's what they sitting up there talking about. First of all, Floyd got paid on the fight one. Two, it was his promotions. Floyd got paid double, triple, quadruple time. And they said, and they said, if your uh, if your stuff was out or if it went out, you can get a refund. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love to see that policy stand up. Hey, yeah, but did did you uh, see what Floyd ass said when it come to legal when it come to legalized robbing? <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best to do it or something like that. I mean, this this is the thing that everybody. I'll, I'm pretty sure everybody paid attention. They didn't have an official winner. Yeah, of course, right, right, right. Floyd ain't had to do nothing. This is my promotion. I booked the venue. I'm about to sit up here and make sure I break even first, and then I'm about to skyrocket this thing by charging y'all fifty dollars because you want to see me. Yeah, my whole thing, bro. Why y'all having an open arena in Miami? It don't it normally I don't think don't. That, I, I don't think they could have got another arena. Okay, I'm pretty sure they could have got another arena somewhere else. But I, I was just like, bro, why is it? Is didn't it rain one of those fights? It was man? open stadium. Yeah, open what, venue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was open. It was open venue. So, hey, I ain't coming. I ain't coming there with too much expectations. Hey, and all in all, I didn't even watch the fight. <laughs> I did. That, that's I, how much I didn't care about it. I, I liked it. I mean, I didn't know Chad was fighting. I didn't even know who. I just knew it was Mayweather and Paul. I didn't know nothing about the undercards or nothing like that. Yeah, but, I like seeing Chad out there. I miss Chad, yeah, man. Yeah, Chad, Chad did his thing from the holler. From what I was looking at, he was letting the gloves go, man. Now, Chad was fighting like he was in the hood. Yeah. No, no. He had the stance right, man. But he did. If you seen him swing, you'd be like, oh, he think this is a fight fight. But it did. Yeah, I did see some wild swings, though. I ain't seen no, I ain't see a lot of jabs or nothing like that. So, it's all to the good. So, we got the picks of the week. Yeah, go and let us know what you got. We got YG and Mozzie. I was about to say Mozzie. YG and Mozzie. Dangerous. <laughs> Bye. And I got that Larry June. You gotta. And I'm gonna go old school Patrice Patrice Russian. Settle for my love. And Casey. Sex games. For all the R&Bs. People out there. Other than that, we just want to wish y'all a uh, happy Juneteenth because this is the season. Happy Juneteenth next week, hey. baby. June 19th. Y'all celebrate. For some of y'all that was out there, I won't name no names. I won't point no fingers. But for some of y'all sitting up here and y'all celebrate that Cinco de Mayo and mm. that St. Patty's Day, mm. have some pride in your own. Happy Juneteenth. And I'll say it next week again. Hey. Shout out to Cap. Kaepernick. <laughs> I saw it. Other than that, and I don't know if you listen to this or not, Lil Jimmy still ain't doing real good. But you know what I'm talking about. Lil Jimmy still ain't doing good. Other than that, man, you got anything to say to the beautiful people? Hey, thank y'all again for supporting us. Hey, we got some good content coming for y'all, and we can't wait to get it. We can't wait for y'all to see what's going on in our next chapter. Hey, we just want to say thank you again. Follow us on Bottom Line Sports Talk. At BS Sports Talk 51 on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram. So, like, let us know how we do.
Thank you. Other than that, want to thank y'all. Just like he said, keep tuning in. We 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 constantly getting better. We trying. We definitely got to stay consistent. We appreciate all the love, the support, all the laughters that we try to bring. Let us know if y'all got anything y'all want to talk about. The whole nine yards. Other than that, y'all be easy, man. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.